Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome back to the second half of the Patricia Raskin Show, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And now we are talking about how you can really, you know, have your own independent voice and be very clear about what you're feeling and saying and doing it in a way that's authentic and comfortable for you. And our expert today is Larry Shushansky. He is an author, speaker, and therapist for over 30 years. He has helped thousands of individuals, couples, and families. Through his own process of getting clean from alcohol and drug addiction many years ago, he developed a concept and now a book called Independent Enough. This is to manage the conflict and noise in his own life and now to help so many people in their lives. And it's given him a unique voice in the mental health field and he's taught his theories to audiences all over the country and has been in many national publications. Welcome, Larry. Hi, Patricia. How are you? Good. Great to have you on the show. All right. So I think my my first question right away is what is IE? What is independent enough? Explain that. So independent enough is a term that I've given a process that takes place in relationships. Um, either if anybody's ever been in, in, it, we've all been in relationships where we've had conflict that we've needed to deal with, or we've tried to establish a relationship in the way that we've wanted it to be. And we all follow a process that we follow, whether we know it or not, whether we're aware of it, whether it's unconscious enough, it's, it's a process that we follow. And I've come up with this just because in my own life, uh, being married for 34 years and being... Uh, having friends and working through relationships and family, um, uh, it's it, 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 it's become obvious to me. So it, it's, everybody does it. So the question is why even write a book about it? And it's kind of like the atom, that you don't see the atom just like you don't see this process. But once you become aware of this process, then you can actually <clears throat> be consciously walk through it in a way that will be helpful for you whether that's in a split second, whether it's in a minute, whether it happens over a period of time in weeks or months or even years. We, following this process, is, in my experience, can be really helpful in, in, uh, in our and relationships. This, this is to help people communicate better in relationships, communicate better with themselves, understand themselves better, all of the above? Well, let me, let me give you an example, okay? Like, let's use the example of this interview that we're doing now. Right. I wanted to come to the studio. Now, we met, and we're friends, and I wanted to come to the studio, and you wanted to do it by phone. So that's a little bit of conflict that we have between the two of us. So the first thing I do is I get, I, I get what I consider noise. That means any judgment, any criticism, any thoughts about you in this conflict, what you want versus what I want, I get all of that out of my head. That's the very first step. Then I go into a period of self-reflection, right? I ask myself questions. Am I being controlling? Um, am I being controlled? Am I acting like a victim? You know, what, what am I doing in relation to your actions of wanting this in the studio? What part am I playing in this? 
Um, and what I came up with was, no, I'm not being patrolled. I'm not being patrolling. It's not domineering. There's no other issues between the two of us. I'm simply in the middle of a negotiation with another person that I respect and like. So from getting the noise out of my head to self-reflecting about my piece, I then, from that self-reflection, I make a decision. And my decision was, yes, I'll try it by phone. The mm-hmm. next step, I now, know, now, let is me, I... Now, let, let, wait a minute. Let me add to that, though, what you just said, because sure. in reality, if we're talking about the situation, I said to you, if you would really like to do this in person, that's okay. I said, I would prefer to do it by phone because that's how I've usually done it. But if you're more comfortable and if you had said to me, I really just would rather be face to face sitting next to you, I would have said, okay. And I'm hoping that that was transmitted to you. Yes, that was transmitted, but I'm still left with that decision. We're still left with an issue between the two of us. Rather, I come to the studio or rather I come here. And you were very open about it, but I still need to make a decision between the two of us. So that decision was, yes, I'll do it by phone. Now, again, I'm not being critical of you because I I, you, weren't even, you, you weren't even in the formula at that point that I was making that decision. So I made that decision about, yes, I'm fine with the phone, and now we're implementing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the process. It's getting the noise out of our heads. It's self-reflecting. It's making a decision, and then it's implementing that decision. But but don't you think, too, part of this, and, and I know you're going to take us through the process, but part of this is also, as the recipient of that, being clear, because let, let's run this another way, okay? okay. What, if, yep. um, what if you had said to me, um, yeah, fine, but it really wasn't fine for you? Right. So now the responsibility was really on you it to, quote, to be independent enough to be able to say, you know, Patricia, it, I, I would be so much more comfortable. So is that kind of where sometimes our communication gets lost is we we acquiesce or we say yes when that's really not the case? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, one of the myths in relationships is that you have to compromise to have a good relationship. And I think that's totally false. I don't think compromise is an integral part of any, should be an integral part of any relationship. Compromise, because I, I would be compromising myself because you wanted me to do something. And that wouldn't work. Compromise is this legal process that I give up something, you give up something, and we meet in the middle. It's supposed to be reasonable and rational. But what that actually does in relationships is we never get to the core issues of what relationships are all about. With, like with me and you, what would, what would really be the issue between the two of us? So if I acquiesce to you, then that doesn't create anything other than more conflict because I'm resentful. Because if I acquiesce to you, I hold resentment towards that. And it also creates a certain amount of mistrust because if, if I am not honest and open, and if you're not honest and open, then I'm wondering, what is that about? What is happening? What are you going to you do know, next, and what am I going to do next? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd like to share something with you, if that's okay, because I think this is an example of that, and it just happened to me recently, actually yesterday. I spent Absolutely. time with a friend who I had uh, just kind of, you know, 
put aside for a little while. And that friend was feeling it because I just wasn't communicating. I was more like, you know, my answers were short if I got a text and I just wasn't really responding. And I was actually, I think there were a few things, but one of them is I, I was annoyed and, but I just, I just let it go. Well, finally we talked and it had been a month or a month and a half. And I was really able to say, look, you know, part of this is is something that's out of my control and has nothing to do with you. And part of this is my dynamic. And I sat and I explained it and I said, no reflection, but this is how I have felt. And it was interesting because I didn't get, well, you shouldn't feel that way. And I didn't get, you know, I really, I really got that this person listened to me. And by the same token, this person said their piece. Well, you know, I really felt when I didn't hear from you, all this stuff. And it was, it was very refreshing. And it was something you said, we didn't agree. We didn't agree because, and the person didn't say, well, that's not true. Because maybe what I said was true. And the person didn't say, well, I'm going to change. They didn't say that either. They listened and they said, well, yes, that could be, right? And this is, this is how it has been, or this is how I am, or this is the reason why. But I guess what I'm saying to you is it wasn't, it wasn't as though there was making up as kind of what you said. It was more like, I said my piece and I was heard. They said their piece right. and they were heard. And, right. and it opened up. Since then, I feel like I can just really talk again and really right. want to be there again. Right. Right. There's a, there was a writer in the 50s. His name was Martin Buber. And one of the things he says is, is he wrote a book called I and Thou, a very complicated book. But the, the premise of the book is that if two people stand with each other, and communicate authentically from their own truth, yeah. right? They actually create a loving, intimate relationship between the two yes. of them. Yeah, I felt that, and by the way. And I that's felt exactly closer what you did. Yeah, I felt right, closer exactly right. yeah. now, that Now, that is not always effective. Right. Because sometimes, right. Some, sometimes when we... Uh, relate authentically and honestly from our own truth, what we believe to be true for ourselves, the other person doesn't do the same. And so then we're faced with, then we're faced with going deeper into ourselves and figuring out what we're going to do about that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all about looking at self in relation to other. I think too often, and that's what exactly what you did. I think too often we get caught in the noise of the other person. They want this, or they want that, or they're bothering me. Why can't they stop all that other kind of stuff? But I want to say something there too, Larry. But in this case, this person has been defensive in the past. You know, you'd say something and you'd get a snippy remark. It wasn't like that this time. It was more, no, I'm really listening. And so it does take two because uh, sometimes the other party, like you said, won't be receptive. And we'll say, well, how can you say that? You should, you know, so it, it's, it's two people here. There's, there's two people, but often in our culture, we get caught up in the other. So, for yes. example, if you, yes. if you act authentically to your friend and she gets snippy, then you go back into yourself and figure out what you have to do with that snippiness. Mm-hmm. It's not about being critical or judgmental about her snippiness. Or critical that you're taking or listening to it. It's, it judgment and criticism has nothing to do with self-reflection. Mm-hmm. If she becomes snippy, then you are faced with, what do I do now? 
who am I going to be, what am I going to do, and how, how do I have the kind of authentic relationship that I'm looking for in relation to her snippiness? And then what you're, what, what you're implying, what you're alluding to, is that if that person does not act in kind over a period of time, then maybe that's not the right relationship for you. Yes. Yes, that's very and, good. Yeah, it's very good. I understand it well. Yes. Right. And sometimes, too, um, I, I would just like to add one more thing, because this happened in another relationship that I had with a friend where this friend can sometimes be sharp and made a very sharp comment to me that actually was helpful. And when I first heard it, it was, it was I, you know, I took it defensively. And then when I got home, I thought about it and I said, you know what, maybe she's right. And because of that, it urged me to do something I wasn't going to do. And because I did it, something really good happened. So she was a catalyst exactly. to me taking action. Even though I was annoyed at the time and it was like, why are you telling me something? And... Again, because I took that action, some big opportunity could open for me. See, now here's the beauty of what you did. Once you got the noise of her out of your head, she's yes. this, she's this, she's that. Once you got that out of your head and you looked at yourself and you went, mm, you know, that makes sense. Then you made right. a decision from that and you implemented right. the decision. Exactly. That's the process. Right. That's exactly the process we all use when things work for us in relationships. It's, it's hard, it though, Larry. It's hard because when, you, when that person first says it and you take it wrong, you have to really talk to yourself and work on yourself and be strong in yourself. Without question. And it's hard for, for that reason. It's hard because our culture doesn't do this. You know, right. when you talk to a friend and, and you're talking about a conflict with another person, it's always about this person did this, this person did that, and I did this, and I did that. And all through our culture, it's about this kind of, of, of noise that we do with other in the situation, and I wouldn't do that if I was her, and that kind of thing. But once you do exactly what you did, that's how you create the kind of relationship you want, regardless of what somebody else is doing. Yeah, and that's the beauty behind this process that we can follow. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, we went over a little bit because I got so enthusiastic. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are talking to Larry Shushansky, who is a psychotherapist, and he's an author and speaker for over 30 years. He's helped thousands of individuals, couples, and families. We're talking about his process called IE Independent Enough, and we're giving some examples. And when we come back, we'll talk more about self-reflection, about fear, about how you can really be present and authentic in relationships to make them work. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And just want to say you can log on to Larry's website, which is independentenough.com. Correct, Larry? Independentenough.com. All right. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, 
We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Our humanity is a thing we take for granted, but it takes many forms, and it requires much of us to fully express it. Listen to On Living, the Trauma and Beauty of Being Human with host Dr. Leanne Nguyen. This program will explore topics about survival, fulfillment, hope, connection, being fully alive to ourselves and to others. Guests or people whose life experience inspires us to reflect on these questions. Tune into On Living, broadcasting live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show hi everyone we are back you are listening to the patricia raskin show Right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And we are talking to Larry Shushansky, who's an author, speaker, and therapist for over 30 years. He's helped thousands of individuals, couples, and families. And he's developed a concept called Independent Enough to manage the conflict and noise in his own life from when he got clean from alcohol and drug addiction many years ago. And he transformed that by helping thousands of people. He has a unique voice in the mental health field. He sounds theory to do diverse audiences, and he's been written up in many national magazines, including Glamour and Chicago Tribune and Huffington Post and Boston Globe, and he's worked in corporate settings and community organizations and roundtables. Welcome back, Larry. Hi. All right, right, so um, talk about what you do when you give workshops and trainings, and, you know, what are, how you get people started on this. Um, it's, it's more of a conversation than anything else. You know, I tell a story about my wife and I, when we first married, um, I, I like to go to sleep early and she stays up late, meaning that, um, I go to sleep around 10 or 11. She stayed up until about two or three o'clock in the morning. She was a music teacher and we had three kids and she just loved the solitude. The problem came in was when I felt rejected when she wouldn't come to sleep with me, and she felt uh, criticized when I would bring it up to her. Now, we had this ongoing conflict for years. I mean, sometimes it would be all-out arguments. Sometimes we'd sit down kindly and talk with each other. Sometimes we would withdraw for a period of time. Sometimes it just worked out. We didn't even have to talk about it to deal with it at all. 
Because in a lot of relationships, issues evolve over a period of time. And that's where this happened. And um, I had, from my drug days, I had contracted hepatitis C. And so I walked around with the virus with me for about 40 years. Um, quite a few years ago, I don't know, maybe five, six, seven years ago, uh, I was in a stage three trial that absolutely cured the hep C. And from that, my thinking was clearer, I felt awake, I felt um, sharp, um, I could have, things I'd worked on for years all, all of a sudden came into focus and, and I was able to realize that the issue over all these years wasn't that she was coming to bed with me, but it was that I was acting like a two-year-old boy and needed somebody next to me to go to sleep. So what I started to do is I started to soothe myself to sleep without my wife needing to be there. And that worked for a period of time, and then it didn't work. And then I realized that I was even more dependent on my wife for other things, you know, like making me food for the office, for example. So then I started to make my own food. I started to do my own shopping kind of thing. And as that began to happen, I became more independent, and we actually became closer. Because the greatest paradox, the greatest paradox is that you don't love somebody when you're too close to them. It's only when you have enough psychological distance from them that you can get truly intimate and close and loving with them. And that's how our relationship evolved. So that's the story I tell people. And then from there, we just have a conversation back and forth about different people and what they do in their lives and different examples. And I go through the whole process of getting the noise out of our heads, self-reflecting, making a decision, implementing it, and then keep repeating that over and over again. And that's how, that's how people, I hopefully, learn. I send out, I give out a postcard at the end of each of the um, uh, talks that I give. Uh, let's say I gave a talk on Friday in Boston, so I gave a postcard out to people. Uh, the, the front cover, the front of the postcard was a picture of Boston, and in, in, uh, the flip side of the postcard, on one side they put the address, on the other side they put one takeaway from the talk. And I'll hold those postcards for two weeks, and then I'll send it to them. Um, and that's kind of a gentle reminder for people what they wanted to work on from the workshop. I, I want to just go back for a second. When you were telling the story about your wife, what yep. was it that clicked in with both of you so that you could feel good about the difference in going to bed at different times? What what changed it? Um, I changed it. And again, we oftentimes think about what clicks in for both of us. But this is actually, in order to be in the kind of relationship you want, you have to stay with yourself more than anything else. And so I looked at myself, and I think part of it was I was clear of the hepatitis C, and I could think clearer. Um, And so as I started to become more independent, my wife also became more independent as well. And that's how this works. Um, Sometimes when you make a step forward, there's some conflict in a relationship, but if you persevere with it, oftentimes, particularly in long-term relationships, people will also grow. And i got to tell you, as a result, we now go to sleep about 85, 90% of the time at the same time. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? All right, that's amazing. All right, Larry, what would you like people to get from this interview in terms of being able to communicate better and help, and how can they find you? Um, I'd like them to get this process, this process down of really looking at self, getting the noise, the judgment, and the criticisms of other people and of ourselves, because that's not what self-reflection is about. So getting the noise out of the head about others and ourselves 
doing some honest self-reflection, making a decision, stepping back into the relationship and implementing that decision, and making a commitment to doing that over and over and over again. Um, like you mentioned, I've got a book coming out um, mid-July called, excuse me? Go ahead. Keep going. Go ahead. I've got a, I've got a book coming out in mid-July uh, it's called Independent Mouth. It's in paperback, fourteen ninety five. And if people go to my website, once it's out, they can download free the ebook. Because my purpose is try to help people, not actually to make money from this book. Um, so there'll be a free um, uh, edition uh, that it is uh, an ebook edition. Um, I'm trying to think what else. They can come to independentenough.com. I write a weekly, sometimes bi-weekly. Uh, blog that's on independentenough.com. I have a Facebook independentenough.com. I'm on LinkedIn as well. And so those uh, those are the areas that people can check out and they can see and they can follow the theory and I have different ideas about it as well. Right. Larry, thank you so much for being on the program. Larry Shoshansky and his book is Independent Enough and his website is independentenough.com. Larry, thanks so much for being on the program. Stand the line You're for You're welcome, Thanks, so much. thanks for having All right. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. Write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list. Uh, Again, it will be great to be with you next week, and shows are archived on voiceamerica.com, and the upcoming shows are listed as well. Have a wonderful week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.